This is the sound of the stock market. And traditionally, it's a place that puts out the welcome mat to the wealthy and those who speak the lingo and gives the cold shoulder to the rest. In 2016, six friends with a passion for finance and desire to see change sat together in a room in Wellington and dreamt up a new way of doing things. The share market has been the best example of the rich getting richer. The wealthiest people in the world have their money in companies because companies make money. But what we're doing is just opening up this conversation about money, which is so taboo in New Zealand. Yeah, with the technology available today, there is absolutely no reason why someone with $5 can't have the same investment opportunity as someone with 500000 You know, that really drove us to go, yep, we are doing this. That is Brooke and Leighton Roberts, two out of the three EOs, that's three CEOs, of the breakaway share trading platform Sharesies. In 2018, Sharesies discovered that only one in five Kiwis invested in shares, and those who did were most likely to be white men over 60. After just four short years since they launched, they now have over 260,000 users investing over a billion dollars. And amazingly, 71% of their investors are under 40. This is the inspiring story of how a handful of friends, armed with some smarts and a clear purpose, took on the ultimate old boys club and found phenomenal success. I'm Heather Duplessy-Allen, and this is HP Business Class with Newstalk ZB. Hello, welcome to Sheezy's. Come on in. That pushes, not pulls. <laughs> it's nice finance company views for you there, the Wellington Harbour. And as they say, you can't beat Wellington on a good day, and today's not one of those days. <laughs> the office at Sheezy's took up one floor of this building at the start of 2020. Now they're about to take over their third floor and have since opened offices in both Auckland and Australia. Now, to run a business growing that fast, you need an amazing amount of energy. Energy that Brooke says she's had since she was a kid. I was a very, very hyperactive little girl and I love climbing trees, love having a blast. It was very hard for me to sit still and concentrate and I was on daily report because I think it was mostly just because I was so hypo that every day the teachers had to like grade me <laughs> and send it home to my mum. I just really had a lot of energy. But then, you know, over time, I guess somehow managed to be able to control and focus the energy. Having high energy has been quite helpful on this journey because you need a lot of it when you're starting out a business. Uh, I'm from a family of four boys, so I have three younger brothers as well. We grew up in Hawara in Taranaki, so a small town. We spent a lot of time on farms and at the beach and with a lot of family around. I've always had an interest in investing and when I was 17 uh, I started an investment group with it was about 14 of us and we put $50 a week into an account to invest because you couldn't do anything by yourself with $50. Uh, and we still do it and we, we've done that ever since and now we have quite a good investment portfolio and it's, it's like 16 years on now. So money does uh, grow with time, that's for sure. It's the, it's the most powerful part of investment. Uh, I was also right into businesses at school through something called the Young Enterprise Scheme and I think that's the most engaged I was at high school, that's for sure, when I was the CEO of, I think it was Nature's Hand or something, the, the young enterprise uh, company that, that we had there. But we, we did really well and made the national finals. I think we got second in the country. And I actually remember coming to Wellington, I was picked for something that it was called the Enterprise Olympics. And apparently when I came home, I was just like, oh, I'm moving to the city. Like that was, that was it for me, I, the, the city was for me. For Brooke, the hunger to come up with new and innovative business ideas started in her teens. 
At high school, I got to get into the kind of entrepreneurial world and I told my business studies teacher I wanted to start a business and I had a rough business idea from seeing a gap in the market where there were heaps of women that really cared about fashion, but there were no real events around it. And I was like, oh, I bet fashion events would work in this area. Uh, so I talked to my business studies teacher and she's like, you know what, you should start that. And also there's this thing called Young Enterprise that we could bring to the school to help make that happen. So I ended up running those businesses with some friends of mine and had a blast doing that and learned a lot and really was doing that to learn a lot about well, how to start a business and you know the networking and the partnerships you need to create and they were really successful and I got a lot of learning out of that and really knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur or, or learn more about that kind of business world. So I went to university here in Te Whanganui Atara in Wellington and I studied marketing and international business and then when I was in my 300 level marketing class where there's 300 students in the room where this guest lecturer came in and he said, put your hand up if you like numbers. And out of 300 people, only three of us did. And I was like, I've got to do something with this. So I decided to pick up finance and was so stoked I did because that was something that I, I just really, really enjoyed and kind of rounded out what I wanted to be learning at that time. In his youth, Leighton's passion for finances hadn't quite kicked in yet. In fact, he was less interested in gold and more into brass. I played the cornet and trumpet when I was about seven or eight and an opportunity came up when I was 17 to play professionally as part of the New Zealand Army Band. So we, we toured all over the world and all around New Zealand a lot and during that time I was lucky enough the Army supported me in my degree so I was studying finance extremely and I always tell people my books came on a lot, a lot of holidays <laughs> and I ended up sending some exams in some pretty odd places but basically I got back and realised I just want to be back in Wellington being involved in businesses and all these cool entrepreneurial things and all that so I did. Moved to Wellington and got a job at Kiwi Bank. So I started there in the call centre, which was my first sort of job in the finance industry or banking industry. And out of that, I was lucky enough to get an analyst job there. So during that time, I was talking with my boss and people regularly about what was next. And I tell people we've got a graveyard of companies, ones we'd registered or we'd domains we'd got for all these different types of ideas. And a couple of them got close, actually, but the one that stuck was... Uh, a coffee with Sonia actually so she's the we talked about three years earlier Sonia's the third one she had the initial idea around shares and presented it to me over a coffee one day and it coincided with something called the KiwiBank FinTech Accelerator so it was an accelerator that was sponsored by KiwiBank and that was sort of like the best excuse ever for us to quit our jobs so that's what did it. Leighton and Brooke first started working together at KiwiBank. So I ended up working at KiwiBank and started getting into the product management space there and I really, really loved bringing those two together, really deeply caring about how you can make an impact in somebody's life while also doing a lot on the financial side with hedging and pricing and all this great stuff. I also still was toying with business ideas on the side and I wanted to learn more about how to grow a business globally and an opportunity came up to work at Zero. And I talked with people at that time and it seemed like just a great opportunity for me. So I went and worked at Zero for a couple of years. And then, yeah, Leighton and I were still looking at different business opportunities of things that we could start ourselves on the side. And then we ended up meeting with a bunch of other people that were really keen to start Shearsies. And uh, we got into that. As you may have noticed, Brooke and Leighton Roberts have the same surname. And no, they're not brother and sister. They are, in fact, married to each other. And despite first meeting at uni, it was at Kiwi Bank that their interest increased exponentially. 
we loved hanging out together for a start. So we were really good friends. And just kind of blossomed, eh? <laughs> yeah, blossomed. That's yeah. Nice. And yeah, now we've got two kids and this one too. <laughs> this sweet company. Yeah. Juggling married life and two real kids, how do they stop this precocious four-year-old company worth millions of dollars from getting all their attention? A lot of people used to talk about uh, work-life balance and, and we sort of talk about work-life harmony because generally we are happy like it's a big part of our life so we do talk about it a lot mm. we also every now and again one of us just might be like actually let's not talk about this right now and then we just don't and we just respect that eh? i don't know how we would do it without both of us in it because it is you know it's it's so exciting to think about and it's so great having a second conscious on things too when you go home and you're mulling on something and you can mull on it together and come up with an even better perspective so we feel really fortunate to be able to be on this journey together. We've got lots of unique things about the way we started Chessies and two couples and the founding team is one of those and also having a founding team of six and we ended up in a room at Kiwi Bank. Sonia presented the idea to the six of us and we all liked it and before I knew it the three of us, Brooke, Sonia and I had quit our jobs and that was the start. We all came around the notion that we, we really, really wanted to see a change in the world and, and that everyone has an equal opportunity to grow their wealth and that's what really united us founders uh, and still unites us and everyone in this team as we've grown today. After deciding they were all in, instead of going gung-ho into the market, the Sharesies team chose to prioritise a robust research phase. They wanted to find out who in Aotearoa invests in shares, who doesn't and what's stopping them. What we really... Uh, needed to find out is like yeah we think that there's an opportunity here but is this something that New Zealanders actually want? So we actually spent six months doing customer research like really really understanding New Zealanders psyche around money and investing and really kind of unpicking that and figuring out like do Kiwis even want to be an investor? What we really learned is like well yeah New Zealanders 99.5% of them want to be an investor but the majority felt like they couldn't because they were priced out you needed heaps of money to get started and then once you reach that barrier, it's like, well, then you're, you're jargoned out. There's so much jargon. And then essentially branded out, like the majority of investors in New Zealand are male over 16 live in Auckland. And the industry hadn't really set itself up in an inclusive way. And so we really got a lot more strength and mana, I guess, from that research that we did. And was like, this has to happen, you know. With the technology available today, there is absolutely no reason why someone with $5 can't have the same investment opportunity as someone with 500000 You know, that really drove us to go, yep, we are doing this. So, yeah, Leighton, Sonia and I were like, yep, we're going to go full-time on this and, and we're going to get a product off the ground. And anyone that knew us at that time to know us today know that we kind of start with a blank sheet of paper and we don't really follow the rule book well. And we really are big advocates that there is really no formula apart from a strong purpose and that's really drove us like we've got a purpose we've got a clear articulated vision and we've got a real strong need here to, to create this change right from the beginning before the shares founders had even started hiring the responsibility to be a positive employer loomed large one thing i'm really proud that we did early on as a founding group was sit down together and really discuss what type of business did we want to create? What did we want it to feel like to work at Sharesies? What are things we've seen in other businesses we never ever want to see happen in ours? Like, and from this conversation we started to really clearly identify the values that aligned us all in terms of the type of business that we wanted to create. And 
a, a company that always cared and really deeply cared, not just for their customers, but also for each other and for yourselves. Like when you're in this company, you feel like you can take time to care for yourself and, and work in a way that works right for you. So with an exciting vision for who they wanted to be as a company, they gathered a hotshot team and it was all go. The excitement and kind of relief when we got our first office uh, and we first got to move in there. And it's like- it was a mansion, it was like, <laughs> which is odd really. We came out of banking, right? Banks have nice offices. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but it was our, you know, it was the Shazie's office and it was cool because we, I think we're really excited about, let's create our vibe, you know, and we knew what we wanted to create and it really felt like where we could really start creating our business. So after much planning and preparation, Shazie's launched in May 2017. Then they were invited to be on the 6 o'clock news. Well, what happens when on the night of your first TV appearance, technology completely fails you? That's next. HP started in a garage 80 years ago, founded by two pioneering leaders, Dave Packard and Bill Hewlett. Dave is famously known for saying, the betterment of our society is not a job to be left to a few, it is a responsibility to be shared by all. HP is New Zealand's number one selling PC and printer brand and is constantly reinventing products and solutions for a more sustainable planet. Learn more at hp.co.nz slash HP for business. HP, keep reinventing. After their launch in 2017, the Sharesies team had their first ever TV appearance when technology turned against them. We had just launched Sharesies and... One News has heard about it and were, and were interviewing us, which was fantastic. So they came to our new little office and interviewed us and we were really excited. And it went live at six o'clock. You know, we we're all there glued to the TVs in our respective homes. And all of a sudden, one of the um, partners that we worked with that was really important in the sign-up process, they had decided to do a system reboot thing. And uh, it meant that people would Six o'clock on, on a Saturday doesn't normally matter, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. But and it and it meant that everybody that was signing up got stuck in the sign up process, and you know we're all there. We're calling each other. We're like, oh my gosh, isn't it Murphy's Law that this breaks when you're just getting your first publicity? You know, and I think it's funny that those moments you look back on with a lot of fun and a lot of laughter, and even at that time it was just fun. After smiling their way through the minor setbacks, it's been milestone after milestone since then. I remember when we got to 10,000 customers by the end of our first year and, and then, you know, the first million invested through our platform that felt, you know, this product market fit is working, you know, that we have created something that people really did need in their lives to now, you know, having over a billion invested through our platform is just, it's really incredible to see that money working harder for people. Yeah, when we first uh, launched the New Zealand Stock Exchange and sort of made them available to everyone. And I just remember like that was one of those look around the team moments when we were at the NZX and the NZX had put um, our logo and painted their buildings pink and all this type of thing. I just remember thinking how hard everyone worked in like the two months leading up to that. And it was like a real game changing moment actually for New Zealand investing. And, and you know, kudos to the NZX as well for coming on that journey with us. It's just like real big game stuff, you know, it's like you're trading live on the stock exchange and it was just a real growing up moment and watching those trades come through. You know, I think we did a million dollars on the first day type thing. You know, it wasn't that long ago we'd celebrated having a million dollars in total on the platform and then now you're doing that in a day. And now we've recently, you know, we're up over, over a billion dollars now and those numbers just keep growing and it's just more people just being engaged and growing their wealth and being involved in this very lucrative part of the economy that more people need and should have access to and more people can say they're investors. And that's such an awesome thing to hear from people. One guy in particular I used to speak to on the phone all the time, 
he's 90 something and wanted to invest for his whole life but had never done it and now he's a shares his customer and it's just there's there's just such a range of people it's really cool so what happens when your company is only three years old and the world and all its markets are crippled by a global pandemic it was a very stressful <laughs> couple of weeks at least maybe a month i can't remember it felt like it went very fast but firstly we had a brand new baby so uh, two week old when we went into the first lockdown secondly there was so much unknown from a employer perspective you know how do you support people in in a time like this when this it's just full of uncertainty and uncertainty is like the scariest thing for for anyone really but it's also very scary for financial services or for investment markets and we didn't really know what how our investors would react or how best to support our people so it's very easy working in this industry to start to think that an event like COVID is a financial markets thing because like you're, you're around this thing where everyone's just talking about money and investments and markets are down 40%. But like it was very uh, important for us to keep bringing it back to what this actually was, which is a health event first. It's not like the GFC or the dot-com crash or the 1987 stock market crash where they sort of call these financial viruses. This was very, had a very another human layer on top of it, which was life and health and that, that that made the whole thing a lot scarier so those were all the nerve-wracking parts about COVID and the, from a business point of view the biggest risk we always had on our register was a market crash and we found ourselves in the the biggest market event potentially in history when you look back it all happened very fast in the end but it was extremely volatile massively unknown as it turns out it's actually been a very positive thing for our business well, just the sheer number of people who have taken up investing because of it. So at the end of February, when COVID was just ga- gaining international traction, we had about 95,000 investors. And when we went into the first lockdown, that happened around the same time as markets reacted very strongly. And they were dropping sort of 10% a day. And if you can imagine all our investors sitting there, that's very scary. But what ended up happening was businesses arrived back in the news. People ended up having a lot more time at home. And sharesies became an option for a lot of people and we grew about a hundred thousand people over the next six weeks so we basically doubled the number of people there and they've stuck with sharesies and now we're in an interest rate environment where you get not very much at all from the banks unfortunately home ownership is still very hard to get into and there's more and more people than ever needing to find a way to grow their wealth so sharesies has become a very good option for those people by now you probably recognise the Sharesies logo. It's a playful yellow pineapple on a pink background. Not your average look for an investment company. So what's the thinking behind such a fun brand? We want to break the taboo around investing and making investing fun is a key part of also making it accessible. It is a bit of joy in people's lives and, it, and having that fun element just is a way of also removing some of those barriers that have traditionally been there. I definitely think investing is fun and I think you shouldn't build product in 2021 that hasn't got great user experience. The Sharesies leadership talk a big talk about leaving the world better than when they found it. And it turns out the talk comes with some really solid steps towards accountability. We're a B Corp, which is a benefit corporation, and we were the first financial services company in New Zealand to become a B Corp. And it's a global, I guess, movement in a way. Companies you might know of, Allbirds, Patagonia, Kathmandu, uh, B Corps also. And essentially, we've signed a declaration of interdependence that says that we take into account stakeholders, not just shareholders. So we really look at 
what's our business's impact on our investors, on our people that work here, on the community around us, on the environment, and then also, you know, what governance processes do we have in place to make sure that our purpose um, is always driving our decision making. And it's about purpose and profit, not just profit. It's like a certification with regards to how we treat people and our view on the environment and how we want to operate as a business and that's it's like a little bit of an audit that we have to do all the time to make sure that we're holding you know ourselves to high standards because that's what we founded Sharesies on those values and we'd like that to live with Sharesies long past our involvement with Sharesies. So last year Sharesies not only survived during a pandemic they thrived they had a huge number of Kiwis investing on the New Zealand Stock Exchange but they had their sights set on a couple of bold new moves. We knew that the next big exchanges we needed to provide to investors and investors to come was the US stock exchanges and the Australian stock exchange. So we got to work on the US stock exchanges and I think that has really helped increase obviously the investment options available on our platform but also bring some more of those brands that people know and experience day to day. And it was a big product change for us in terms of going from, you know, less than 200 investment options to over 3,000, you know, and we wanted to make sure, are we still helping people be confident and motivated with the investment decisions? Are we still helping them find that first step uh, in investing? And so that's been really great to add to our platform. And now we're working really hard on adding the Australian Stock Exchange to our platform too. Brooke and Layton's passion for business and energy for the mahi is palpable. But what drives them? What fuels that fire in their bellies? I think on a personal level, what drives me is I, I would love to see a more equitable world and do whatever I can with the skills I've got and the passion and energy to help make that happen. And I think in this financial world and technology is where I feel like we can make a, a really important impact. I think finance can be a very selfish industry or perceived as one at times, but there's lots of people trying to do a lot of good out there for people. And like, there's no doubt that being financially well can help lots of other pieces of well-being. You know, it's certainly on stress factors. It's like one of the number one stress factors for younger people, money. And it's a way that, you know, something that we have got a special insight to that we think we can share with lots of people. It's been like, sort of like this very tightly held secret on wealth development but it's got its basics and it's not that complicated and if people are well set up financially then they can spend much more time thinking and worrying about the things that are much more important to them than paying the bills or things that people just don't need to be spending energy on. So what's next for Sharesies? What exciting things have they got in the pipeline? We are currently testing Sharesies out in Australia and learning from group of beta testers over there and then from there we'll start rolling out and offering sharesies in Australia which is quite exciting and adding the Australian Stock Exchange to our platform um, so that people in Aotearoa and Australia can invest in Australian companies and exchange traded funds. Okay so I've got a spare hundred bucks and I want to invest it on the share market. The big question is who do I buy shares in? We can't give personalised financial advice. <laughs> What I often answer that question, I always ask people, if they want to buy something that's not a fund or invest in something specifically, then think about something that you're using that you think everyone else should be. And that's often a good place to start.
Along with the other founders, Brooke and Leighton saw a gap in the market and, driven by a clear purpose, grew Sharesies into a company serving over a quarter of a million customers. And now they're looking to grow beyond our shores. So what advice would they give other entrepreneurs with big dreams? That's next. No matter how big or small your business, the EliteBook X360 with Windows 10 Pro lets you focus on the business instead of your IT. With hardware-enforced security, exceptional battery life, and Windows 10 Pro, the EliteBook X360 offers performance and reliability in a sleek and stylish design. Shift to Windows 10 Pro with the new HP EliteBook X360, only from HP, New Zealand's number one selling PC and print brand. Search HP for business. HP recommends Windows 10 Pro for business. In 2017, the first ever dollar was invested using Sharesies. Now, Kiwis use their platform to invest over a billion dollars. So if you've got a great idea for a business, what do you do next? I think a philosophy I had early on was, you know, if you've got a good idea, you've got to, you know, do the research yourself, kind of hold on to it and be very wary of, you know, other people. What I've um, seen and learnt that works so much better is when ideas are shared. And um, if you've got an idea you're toying about and you're not quite sure, or if you are really passionate about it, like go share it with some people and test out and see where it goes. See, you know, you never know what information or connections you might get that could help that little seed of an idea flourish. Yeah, I, I th- always tell people like, you've just got to do it mm. at some point because you can talk and talk and the difference is always the people who just go and do it. So yeah, I think committing to it 100%. There's an old investment saying, which is you make your money through risk and keep it through diversification. And there's not a lot more risky than starting a business. So going with the eyes wide open and then fully committing to it gives you your best chance. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of HP Business Class with News Talk ZB. We have got some great guests coming up in future episodes, including my food bag co-founder, Cecilia Robinson. And next time, Paul Seville of Seville's tells us how a haircut at age 15 set him on a path to becoming a worldwide icon in hairdressing, owning a chain of salons and a world-class training academy. So make sure you subscribe at newstalkzb.co.nz slash businessclass or on your favourite podcasting app. If you've enjoyed this episode, give us a five-star rating and share it with others who may enjoy a bit of insight and inspiration from extraordinary business leaders. Catch you next time. I'm Heather Duplessy-Allen and this is HP Business Class brought to you by HP and Newstalk ZB.